Welcome to Badgedamia, a podcast so educational two professors could be hosting it. Hi, I'm Dr. Danielle Dickenview, and joining me is Dr. Bill Pennyman. Hello, and welcome to Badgedamia. This week, we have an exciting guest with us, UNI alum and filmmaker, Kazik Israni Winger. Um, his script, Protect Your Neck, recently won honorable mention at the LA Movie Awards and won Best Urban Screenplay at the Urban Action Showcase. So Kazik can offer us some insight on the behind the scenes sorts of things happen on The Bachelorette. So is there anything else that you'd like to share about yourself, Kazik? Um, not really. Um, actually, it's kind of awkward, or it's not really awkward. It's kind of coincidence that you guys picked me for this week because I'm actually a huge pro wrestling fan. Oh, and, and so like, so when they did wrestle, like I knew one of the, one of the trainers or whatever, and I got really excited. So I, that was kind of a coincidence, but yeah, that's about it. <laughs> so one of the trainers on that was actually on the show, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like not personally, obviously, okay. <laughs> um, Amy Dumas, um, right. The she, one that's yeah, in the she, WWE she Hall of Fame. Yep. She was in WWE for a long time. Gotcha. Um, but yeah. So I was like, oh my gosh, I know who that is. <laughs> He's like, did I ever tell you that I've been to WrestleMania twice? Really? Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> once in New Orleans and then once in Miami. Really? Um, so yeah, I as a theater geek, I love the lights. Oh, I got nice. to see, I got to see um, oh no, the Undertaker do like his last walk. Oh, oh nice. Wow. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> so how did you get the tickets? Was it like, did the university have them or like? Um, I, we just wanted to go and like, (laughs) we got tickets and I like really loved it. Um, yeah. Your old Bill is really jealous. (laughs) (laughs) And so like we, when we were living in Miami, like around Miami, we were like another WrestleMania was there. We're like, oh, we have to do this again. So I don't know. I was like the, I stood out a little bit in the crowd in my like Tom shoes, but I really liked the, 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 all this side effect, you know, like all the effects, you know, the right, light. Yeah. And the uh, I went to, uh, I went to WrestleMania 29 in New York. Yeah. Um, but that's just cause I won some like writing contest or something. So I got those tickets for free. <laughs> um, I didn't, I didn't buy them cause they're expensive tickets. Oh, like yes. Super Bowl of fake sports. Right. Yeah. I, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Worth it. Worth yeah. it. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Wow. So each week we start out with like a little question. And this week's question is what is the last treat that you bought for your partner? Um, for me specifically? Well, well we yeah, all well, kind of go around. Yeah. I go around. Okay. All right. I didn't know if like, okay. Yeah. yeah I mean, no, this is, yeah, yeah. I feel like you, we, we should explain this better because if people feel like we're like putting them on the spot, like what's well, your I favorite color? First, your guys' first episode. And then, yeah. and then I kind of didn't listen to the other ones. So. Ouch. Wow. So I'm sorry. I mean, I, I will. I just, I, you know, I've been very busy. Bleeding listeners. <laughs> has a we have a famous filmmaker right here. Yeah. He has creative. Actually, you're such a good writer, Kazik. Thank you. So you know he's busy writing. So I can I can start. Uh, Elaine really likes the sugar cookies uh, from Casey's. 
So yeah, every once in a while I try to get with the frosting. So although sometimes they're out and so there's several cases and like if you draw a circle. So I've been known to go from like one to the other to find the right one to bring it back. Oh, that's nice. So Casey's, if you're listening, Walgreens hasn't contacted us. We're still waiting for a sponsor (laughs) and it's an Iowa establishment. So I feel like maybe we have a little better in. Casey has good food. I, yeah. So Casey, have you bought your girlfriend? Um, yeah, I bought her, bought her like a candy bar. I think like a couple weeks ago, Um, I was like, yeah i was like i you know i don't do much these days and so so i like texted her and i was like hey what's your favorite candy bar just 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 question like just wondering and she was like oh i think like three musketeers or something like that and so then i drove over there and i got her a three musketeers bar so yeah that's what i did absolutely ryan's like a huge mini donut fan and he really likes um it's one of his favorite things at Sturgis Falls each oh, year is to go yeah. to the mini donut thing. And so when when we couldn't do the mini donuts, um, one of one of our students, Rob, um, Robert Sales, has the Rob's mini donuts. And so I contacted Rob and I like bought loads of mini donuts. <laughs> And we've been eating donuts every single Sunday for like six months. <laughs> um, and awesome. so that's the last treat that like good treat that Ryan's gotten from, from me. So, yeah. Nice. So Rob, I guess we we'll should take, talk about we'll take donuts, Rob. We'll take Rob's donuts. Support, yeah. support Rob's mini donuts. They're yeah. great. Local. Sugary, wonderful goodness. So I suppose we should talk about The Bachelorette. So uh, let's jump on in. Um, If you were to describe Tuesday's episode in one word, how would you describe it? Pivot. Oh, pivot. Yeah. Only because Chasen kept saying it. And I'm not sure Chasen knows what it means. And I'm not sure if anyone on that show knows what it means, but it got used a lot. So pivot. I like it. Kasich, what's your insight? Um, my word would probably be smoke show. <laughs> I, heard, I feel like I heard that word like seven or eight times during that hour and a half. Yeah. So smoke show, it's one word, right? I had to go back and look. Oh, yeah. I trust Danielle's English way better than mine. Um, and so I went back and looked at our little script outline. And I was like, all right, she's got it as one word. So I'm going to start putting it as one word. Yeah. <laughs> I like... I hate to like admit this, but like I definitely Googled it because <laughs> I was like, it's there like, well, well, we can talk about this more later. But I was like, is my definition of smoke show like is is there like a dirty definition to it that I don't know? And there really isn't. No. Okay. So, um, so you went I on Urban Dictionary. I did. Typed in <laughs> and like. Were there, was there just like one or, cause you know, sometimes there's like the urban dictionary and then there's the one people submit. There's like four different definitions and you know, it's some like 13 year old buddies <laughs> like submit this one. And it's just something totally made up. And I imagine what? anyone over like 50 looks at that and is like, well, which one's the right one? It, it wasn't that interesting. It was like a 10, you know, someone that's a 10, 10. Yeah. It's not a very, yeah, it's not anything metaphorical it's it's just someone who's attractive i think yeah yeah 
So someone that's smoking hot, I guess. So yeah, um, I think <laughs> my word would probably be masculinity. Um, I think between grown ass man and smoke show, it, we could have had a good drinking game. <laughs> and pivot. Absolutely. And pivot. And pivot. Grown ass man is two words though, right? Or is it three? Is it hyphenated? <laughs> it's not like you can tell right before this, man. you know, right before this, Danielle sent me something unrelated to this to look at and give her feedback on. And so I was looking at it and I was like, is that one word or two? And I'm just at the point on Friday where like words I normally can type, I'm just they're nowhere. Like I <laughs> Yeah. You got that Bennett brain. I got yeah. <laughs> did pretty well at Harvard. I didn't have to try very hard. Oh yeah, so let's hey, talk that, about yeah. Let's let's do let's it. Let's talk this, about this competition. Segways this right in. So they have this grown ass man competition, and it seems like they define a grown ass man as someone who's intelligent, strong, and serves you breakfast in bed, right? So. They start out with this like contest and we learn that Bennett cannot spell or do math thoughts go. Well, I think what really set it up was before he said, I think I'm in the upper echelon. I did really well at Harvard. Um, you know, I didn't have to try very hard uh, in school. And so he was already setting himself up and, Elaine, my wife, has said this several times, and she's one of the smartest people I know, um, is that people who are actually really smart don't talk about how smart they are. Like, you never hear Bill Gates like, you know, listen, guys, I'm really, so I've never heard Warren Buffett that. It seems to be people who feel the need to be smart. They, like, tell people that they're really smart. That's just, that's my hot take on it. I, I would agree. I could see that. I, I think, though... I feel like, I don't know if, you know, obviously I feel like when it comes to the bachelor and, and, you know, I don't want to crap like on their, on their, on their audience. Cause I watch it too, <laughs> but like, I, I feel like, I, I feel like they kind of have to, at least this is how it seemed to me. They kind of have to talk down to the audience for them to understand or like make it very obvious that like he's a smart person and he went to Harvard. So, I mean, maybe he said it just because to, so like people understand it, but I mean, I, I understand where you guys are coming from. That's probably, that's probably the, the, the right um, uh, comprehension of it. I was just worried that maybe he was anxious and he just didn't test well under pressure like that. Maybe that's true. And also being able to spell is not like the one predictor of being smart. Same thing with math. Um, So I know a lot of people who are very smart that can't spell to save their life uh, or people who are very, very bright. But when it comes to doing math, like real quickly like that, it reminds me of like the times tests when I was a kid. And it's like, I have a minor in stats. Like I do stats as part of my job. I'm good at them. If you sit me down and give me a times table, I just start like sweating. I, I like nine times two. I can't remember, but then when I'm doing it at my leisure, I'm fine. So I, I guess I just don't know if like being able to do math quickly or spell on the spot. Right. And I know cause I, I'm yeah. sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no. Hey, cut me off all you want. You're the guest. <laughs> um, and I also think that I, I've always talked about this with my mom because we, my sister 
is like a pretty smart person, I think. And, uh, you know, she's one of the smartest people I know. And um, we always talk about how some people who are just like so smart, they don't, they have trouble with kind of easier things because mm-hmm. their mind is moving on such a complex like pattern that like it, it doesn't comprehend the very basic stuff because they're too busy understanding like way too complex stuff that the average person doesn't really think about. What I will say is they're probably not spending their time telling people how smart they are. That, that You're which right. Which is really that's what true. got Bennett sure, in yeah. trouble was that he felt the need to be like, I'm smart. I'm like, it's kind of like when you correct someone on the internet, like their grammar, <laughs> you're going to mess grammar up. And it's mm-hmm. like, and then it's, you're good. It's going to come back on you. And yeah. Absolutely. So, so it goes on and then they have the tug of war contest and Ed loses. Um, and then they move to this like challenge where I guess you're like serving Tasha breakfast in bed. Um, well, so one, <laughs> right. We need to uh, talk about our mimosas poll. Yeah. So I have this thing with mimosas. I don't think that they're anything special. They are just watered <laughs> down orange juice and alcohol. And like people get so excited about them. And then we did a poll and lo and behold, people agreed with me. Right. <laughs> so here's the thing. Do you think that people get excited about mimosas because they're a wonderful drink or do you think they get excited about mimosas because it's like permission to drink in the morning yeah i was yeah, literally exactly thinking that right. i was like yep yep like, that's how i feel i was so excited that um bennett actually like served beignets um i lived in louisiana for a while and i was like this is brilliant it's like essentially like funnel cake but you call them beignets and you get to eat them for breakfast. And, you know, so I like don't have to go to a carnival. I can just have it at home and call it a beignet. So like, that's my take on mimosas. I, I just, I don't get it. I think it's like you spend a lot of money to go to a brunch so that they can water down. They can give you concentrated orange juice with really cheap champagne. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm going to drink, I'm going to drink like a Bloody Mary and like, I'm not, I'm not going to let you cut my alcohol. I want it. Like <laughs> I want what I paid for. I'm going to get drunk or else there's no home. point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Bill, you have an extra credit. I do extra credit. Uh, so, uh, I was watching this and I was thinking, why does it even matter um, that, you know, we're talking about growing ass men and, and why does this matter so much to Tasha? And I think there's a corollary to John Gottman. So if you don't know who Gottman is, he is kind of one of the gold standards in relationship science and what makes relationships work. Why do marriages last and, and been around for forever? He's got an institute. Um, and one of the things that he really exposes and that he has out there is this magic ratio. And the idea of the magic ratio is that couples that do well tend to have five positive interactions to one negative interaction. And those positive interactions can be things like letting your partner know they appreciate you, um, you know, letting, taking their point of view, things like that. Negative interactions are like when you're arguing, which is not a negative interaction per se, it's how you respond to an argument. So it can be like eye rolling, sarcasm, which is my weapon of choice. I love a good sarcasm and it's not very good in a marriage, Um, things like that. And so I think part of the reason why this whole grown ass man thing is tied in is that Tasha's is really saying, I want somebody who's going to look out 
for my needs. So they're saying a grown ass man is somebody who, um, you know, is responsive to their partner's needs, affirms their partner's, um, you know, uh, affirms their partner's beliefs and things like that, which is kind of what this was going to. I also thought it was interesting that Chasen takes his shirt off and is like, I'm the dessert. Maybe Tash is really into that. Maybe Tash is not into it. And so it's not a really good way to set up that ratio, right? Mm. My wife has always said there's a workaround to this where if you're going to be mean to your partner, you say like four or five really nice things. And then you're like, and you're an ass. Like your hair <laughs> looks nice. You know, you're really killing it today. You smell good. You're being a dick. It's like the criticism sandwich. Yep. You know, like I'm going to compliment you, offer criticism, yeah. and end with a compliment, only it's for marriages. It's like a criticism salad. You got like five yeah. ingredients or a criticism <laughs> pizza. Yeah. I like it. A Casey's criticism. Okay. <laughs> so, hit us yeah. up, Casey's. <laughs> We're waiting. Thanks for that extra credit. So like, at gmail.com. <laughs> Any sponsorship. <laughs> Absolutely. So what do you think? What do you think, uh, Kasich, about this whole breakfast and bed scenario? What do you think about Bennett and his robe? <laughs> um I think the robe, I, I honestly think the robe was a good touch um, for, for that segment. But then he. Uh-oh. Did we lose Kazik? No. No. Oh, no. Well, I say we keep going and we'll get him back here in a second. Oh, yeah. It was the problem that, that Bennett didn't take his robe off. So here was my thought about it. There was a big difference between the way Chasen and Bennett went about this because they essentially were like both half nude, right? So Chasen uh, just like takes it off and doesn't like make breakfast or anything like that and just says, I'm the dessert, where Bennett like makes her something and like ties it in. And so I was like, well, he, he had a much better kind of way of doing this. So yeah. And then when they're like, uh, I really liked it when she was like, I'm bougie. He's bougie. <laughs> like, I was like, okay, she's like in, let's go for this. Yeah. It really goes back to that idea of you're like, you know, responding to your partner's needs and like giving them what they want, as opposed to chasing being like, I'm really hot. I have a nice body. You should appreciate this. And just assuming that. Yeah. What that she you care. Wants. Yeah. Oh, Jason. He gets slimy in this episode. So do you think, did you think that Ed deserved the man child award? I don't know. I, who cares? Like I, somebody had to lose and I guess maybe he did. I don't know. What were your thoughts? I, I mean, I was shocked that Bennett won. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I think I, I tweeted this, but like, I really do think that for him to like, not know how to spell and then like he funniest tweet of the night by the way that that the joint account put out but you were spot on like that was bennett's life he didn't have to try real hard he skated by and then he wins absolutely if anybody's like what's male privilege i don't get it i'll be like watch this episode (laughs) and then to be totally like oblivious to it like he was just like nah i won like yeah. Oh yeah. Sure. Like I, I earned this, right? Yeah. Absolutely. So when I think of a man-child, 
I don't, I would like your opinion on that. Maybe we need to urban dictionary this. When I think of a man child, I think of a guy that like can't cook for himself, can't like do his laundry. And like, he expects his significant other, his mom to do that for him. And then once he gets married, his wife takes over all of that, like schedule his doctor appointments. And I'm going to make a follow-up to Brene Brown's book for guys. And it's going to be called dude, wash your sheets. And like, dude, schedule your own dentist appointment. You don't need your wife to do that. That's <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'll support that. No, I mean, I think that my definition of man child would be really along the same lines. Um, I think that, or I also think though, someone that's maybe emotionally mm-hmm. immature on top of that, um, yeah, so I've got a little bit of extra credit here. Ooh, so, let's do it. You so didn't yeah, do the finger so, guns. Finger guns for finger guns. Extra credit. <laughs> um, so extra credit. Uh wanted to talk a little bit about masculinity or masculinities because I do feel like so much of this episode was about the men performing masculinity in different ways. Um, so I guess like, I'll kind of like pitch my own book, but, um, so Dr. Kate Palczewski, um, Victoria DeFrancisco and I have a book called, um, oh my gosh, now I'm like forgetting the title. Oh no. Um, Gender and Communication. (laughs) And, uh, in it, we kind of talk about, you know, a lot of times we hear this term toxic masculinity, but we, we prefer the term hegemonic masculinity. And I'll kind of explain that. Um, one, there was a professor at UNI, Dr. Harry Broad, who is known as one of sort of the founders of men's studies. And in that, one of the things that he contributed was putting the S on masculinity to recognize that we that men perform a range Uh, like that there's a range of ways of performing masculinities rather than one and hegemonic masculinity are kind of popular more ingrained notions of masculinity that might rely on things like dominance or aggression um, or maybe yeah um, putting dominance over women and one of the things that um I was really struck by was that the loser on this ad, the man child, what they did is then they gave him a baby to take care of. And hey, like, he's back. Yay, Kasich is back. Okay, sorry about that. No, oh, no, you're awesome. fine. Yeah. We're, we're talking about, um, right, we're talking about how when Ed loses the grown ass man co- competition, he's given a, he's given a baby. And I'm like, well, wait, like if he's a child, you right. don't give him a child to take. Right, yeah. And yes. like, one of the things that's so attached to hegemonic masculinity is this idea that you might emasculate other performances of masculinity. Right. <laughs> and so like one of the things that's interesting is that, they gave him a task, which is child rearing that we typically associate with women. And so I thought that that was just like really interesting. Plus like, it's really funny to watch Ed like hold this baby while he's fighting with Chase in the rest of the episode. And I don't know if you all noticed this, but he like changed the baby's clothes. (laughs) He's like, oh, we're going into like a 
what do they call the happy hour yeah the happy yeah. hour thing he's like oh i better change her into I, a dress i gotta give it to him he he like for a guy that basically they're making fun of he really like bought into it like i feel like that's the way to deal with someone when they're making fun of something that you're just like this is dumb like he's like yeah fine like i have baby i thought the baby was like a trophy so they were calling him a child so it was like representing him being a child but now that i think about it i think you you're spot on danielle well i don't i don't know what their intentions were but no we will name their intentions that's the point of this podcast (laughs) absolutely faculty are not known for just saying that their opinions are the gospel but we'll do it here this is a real deviation from how professors normally act but we'll do it here truth truth um so so they have this contest and then chasen swoops in and kind of like pulls Tasha aside you know like what are we th- i think we kind of know what we're thinking about chasen at this point but case like if you had to describe chasen what, what do you think about him um well He's kind of a scumbag. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Like, yeah, he seems pretty fake. I, granted, a lot of them do, but that's, um, that's just the point. And um, yeah, he's just kind of. Yeah, I, I don't have like like very strong feelings. Like, I don't like hate him and like want him to like, you know, die or anything like that. But um, yeah, he's not the greatest. I, I don't. Yeah. He You're so sucks. nice, Kazik. <laughs> what? So Kazik, you you do movie stuff, right? Or yeah. you've written a script. Mm-hmm. Like, how much of this is editing, Chasen, to look like a tool? Do you think? Oh, oh, I think. Okay, well, a, I mean, I mean, I don't want to get super into it, but it's like ninety percent scripted. Okay, okay. <laughs> and um, well, you've and, ruined yeah, all my fun, but thank editing. you. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I I noticed I noticed yesterday, especially during during the uh the tug of war portion and the the bed and breakfast portion like at the end of like a cut like at like when they one of them served her breakfast or whatever and then he'd like walk over to the other guys and they like high five or whatever at the end and then they'd cut automatically to like uh, the same person who was just high fiving mm-hmm. looking super pissed and i was like but that's not what he looked like in the last shot so ah. it's probably just him being bored and they were just like oh he looks pissed let's put this in there huh uh, so yeah, I think editing is a is a big thing in reality television. Um, Resting pissed face. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> I like that. Trademark. I like that. Trademark. If it's not out there, we're gonna <laughs> we'll put it up on Urban Dictionary after this. <laughs> you bet. You bet. Oh my goodness, we're adding so much to yeah. the culture universe. Yeah. Um. So, Jason is a slime bag. Ben and I, I would have went with tool, but tool. slime I bag goes to tool is a wonderful description. I think of Jason. if you haven't seen the TikTok of him dancing, like if you didn't think he was a tool when you watch that, like shirtless, like just really bad dancing, and oh man, it's slimy. And I mean, like, and his dancing's bad. And like y'all, I'm not exactly known for my great dancing, but his dancing. Oh my goodness. Oh my classic. Let's let's talk about dancing. Classic white boy. It's just (laughs) it's just slimy. It's slimy. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So Ben and Ivan. Redeemable men. 
let's talk about like so the internet's loving ben um what do you all think do you think she's into either of them like what are your thoughts um yeah i like ben um personally i like joe the best but that's just me <laughs> huge joe fan yeah no, I, if you're listening we want you on the show <laughs> like oh yeah we really like joe Casey's <laughs> will fly you out joe that sponsorship. <laughs> you know, there's like a huge petition to make him like bachelor 2022 i saw that yeah yeah and i would what what are the kids saying these days? I stand that. Stand? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, no, that's the Twitter. I stand it. I stand Joe. Casey, <laughs> was I really old right there? Was I old? No, How am I supposed to say it? Teach me your young ways, Casey. No, I, I think you're right. I mean, I don't really stand anybody, but um, yeah, people people on Twitter get very excited about that kind of thing. Okay, so then, then Jason and Ed, their drama builds, and then Ed goes and, you know, he's like, I don't want to say names, but Jason. (laughs) 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 Um, What do you think that he was unnecessarily stirring up drama? Do you think that, like, she needed that info about Jason? Like, what are you all thinking? I feel like she she felt she needed the info. Like in the, in other seasons, when you like go and rat on somebody, a lot of times the bachelor or bachelorette's like, you know, this doesn't look good on you. Why are you, you know, telling me about it? Um, but with Chasen, she kind of was like, this is not cool. She seemed very, you know, she seemed like she really appreciated the information and the whole point of the show is to find her somebody. So yeah, I mean, at this point, you can basically just decide you want to marry someone in two minutes and they'll like flip the show for you. So I don't think there's rules. <laughs> I don't think it does well for Ed in the end. Um, I also think Chasen is not bright enough to realize that Ed is playing him like a fiddle. Like, I mean, Ed is just pushing his buttons and Chasen's just doing everything he wants. Like, you can basically see the puppet strings. Like, Yeah, I d- I'm not convinced that Chasen has a lot of I don't know that I think intellect is his strongest quality let me put it that way so no yeah I that was a very that. nice diplomatic way to say it <laughs> he's an idiot <laughs> so, I will say there's some research like like people of different levels of intelligence do not do well together and by all accounts Tasha seems pretty bright um I mean I don't think her and Chasen are going to have real in-depth conversations. And she seems to like with the guys be having pretty mature, thoughtful conversations. And I just don't, I like, there was a point where Chasen was talking and I felt like he used all the words he knew. And so he just started recycling them. He was like, and I'm <laughs> mad and angry. And that means angry am I. And it was like, Oh boy. Oh, and his trash talk is not good either. Like, and he's like, smoke show, smoke show, smoke show. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, okay, let's talk about this because I feel like the internet was a bit divided around smoke show, right? Some people were like, this is not an appropriate way to describe someone that could be your potential future wife. 
Um, but but Bill, you said that in in your household, like the watching pod, the three grown ass women that I had in my watching pod all said, <laughs> "You can call me a smoke show anytime." And frankly, I would like to be called a smoke show. I so I don't. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, I think that like there's something slimy about it because it comes from Chasen. But if someone was like, "Oh, that Danielle's a smoke right. show," I'd be like, "Ah, this is a burden I have to bear." <laughs> well, in the grand right. scheme of Chasen, like that was the least worst offensive thing he's done that whole episode. Like, pay a compliment. He put two words together. I mean, really, that was the high point of Chasen. Yeah. I wouldn't be, yeah, I, I'd probably, I'd probably be like, yeah, you guys, like, I, I don't, I wouldn't be offended if somebody called me a smoke. Like, I'd be pretty happy. I'd be like, oh, thanks. <laughs> um, but like, I could see how it could be divisive and like offend some people because like, you're kind of looking, you call, especially, you know, with, with, with men calling women that, um, it kind of sounds like you're treating them kind of like a piece of meat almost. Um, but like, People want to call me a smoke show. Go for it. Yeah. I will yeah I mean, I'm not writing someone like, I'm not like writing my husband a love letter and being like, dear Ryan, you are a smoke show. <laughs> right. like, you know, like, but maybe, maybe, maybe this could be a way to spice it up. <laughs> like, yeah. What Ryan gets for Christmas is a card. <laughs> a framed note that says you are a smoke show. You're not getting a tie this year, Ryan. <laughs> He's going to be so excited. Oh, oh my goodness. So we move on to the rose ceremony, right? Um, wait, wait, wait. We wait. skipped the, we skipped um, Ben's statement about grown ass men. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I just want to make a statement about that. Yes. He should have said good people are humble. They protect those who cannot protect themselves. They're kind. And also those are things that I don't think you are. Those are things that you do. And what makes a person a good person is repeatedly doing those things. I feel like you give someone an out when you're like, well, they're a really good person or they're a kind person. It's like, well, are they being kind right now? No then they're not a kind person right now. And, and I just, I, it bothers me when people get described as those things because they're really actions and that's who people are is not what you think they are. They are what they do. And um, yeah. That's a very like performance studies view of the world. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Now that, I didn't. that like at, cause I'm learning with the <laughs> audience. Go ahead, Danielle. Like so, yeah. so extra credit too. In <laughs> um, performance studies, um, sometimes the field is critiqued for being very behaviorist. Um, but the idea is that we sort of recognize, for example, um, culture is something that you do. It's something that's repeated. I could talk about the concept of performativity, right? But so this idea, too, that gender is something that you do over and over and over again. So for example, if I, I guess you all can't still see me, but if I cross my legs, right, that is a gesture that's been done before and has meaning or gets attached to an action that maybe women do, for example, um, because it's been done before and that it's through repetition and citationality that we make who we are. So um, yeah, so that's a very, this idea that, you are what you do repeatedly 
is a very performance way of lens of viewing the world. So that was fun. As as my center of like my my area of research, or if you ask me where my like theoretical background is, I'm very much behavior driven. So I used to do special education and, and a lot of it was with kids who had social emotional uh, disabilities and it was around teaching them behaviors. So that's, yeah. yeah. So it doesn't surprise me, but I learned something about myself and I'm better for that today. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so this rose ceremony, what do you think about it, Kazik? Do you think that that Ch Chasen and Ed should have both stayed? What do you think about who went home? Um, guys' facial expressions. So actually, the guys that went home, um, I <laughs> kind of forgot about. <laughs> well, it was it was Jay Smith, Peter G, who looked like a guy from um, my friend Kim. Co-host Kim from last week said he looked like he was a uh, kid from the New Kids on the Block. Oh yeah, okay. Yep. And then Monty Hill. Right. Okay. Yeah. I I, I remember Monty Hill. I I just like I like the other guys. I was like I, I don't even remember seeing them. <laughs> um. Well, at least one of them was one of the new four guys, wasn't he? I think. I think. Two of them. Two of them. I think Monty oh, okay. and Maybe Peter that's... were, and then Jay was a previous. I think. I think that's right. Interesting. That's right. And then, on the, on the note of Ed and Chasen, um, I mean, I I think yeah that they, it's okay that they stayed. I think for right now, um, just to see, cause I don't know, I, I cause personally also Ed kind of is starting to rub me the wrong way too. Because like, yeah, he was like going after Chasen at first and that kind of seemed warranted. But then in the later part, when all that stuff happened with Noah, um, Ed was once again like, oh, screw that guy. And it's like, do you just have problems with everybody? That's like, like is, and so I, I, I don't know. It's hard to explain. Yeah. So I, I didn't really want either of them to stay, but I kind of knew they were going to. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, it doesn't surprise me that I would think that the producers would even encourage her to keep them both on for drama's sake. Right. Um, what's interesting to me is Chasen is a problem, but like, it doesn't really seem like she has a real connection with Ed either. No. Mm -hmm. um, so, so anyway, they have to wrestle it out. Well, they're supposed to wrestle it out. So they have this wrestling date. Um, the best part of this date is probably Wells Adams being on, um, showing up to do it um i loved some of his lines yes about it he mounted um, him like it's the fantasy suite <laughs> it was so good <laughs> it was so good but um so one i do want to talk about how beautiful joe looked in that moment um he might have lost but then he got to make his i'm a lover not a fighter according i so I have a couple thoughts on this one. I am not confident and great at a lot of stuff. However, I grew up wrestling. I've been doing jujitsu for most of my life. I would have totally smoked all those guys. And I'm like a half little person. Like I am five foot seven, five foot 10 on my medical chart. I got them to bump me up to that. 
I'm not a very big guy. I would have totally owned this. I think you have two things. You either totally own it or you go the Joe route where you go out and you do your best, but you also realize that eh, not my thing. Like Ed, on the other hand, which if medically you can't do it fine, but he was like, if I could have went out there, I would have won. Like that is <laughs> not the way you deal with that. You either say, you know, I'm not doing it or you, yeah. So. Yeah. And I think that like, it was embarrassing for him. And I think that then like they've shown some like people on the internet have compiled like clips of like Ed, Ed, where he's like lifting weights and other times. Mm -hmm. And so you're like, you know, like if you're that injured, like you can't be like throwing around yeah. the weights that he is. Plus like that man's neck is, is thick. <laughs> like <laughs> that like doesn't happen like naturally. <laughs> so, um, I think like Wreck-It Ralph. He, he does he look does. like Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah. And it's even like, there's like this time where he like shrugged yeah. and like, uh, and yeah. I couldn't like, I couldn't unsee Wreck-It Ralph. And then, <laughs> um, it was like cracking me up. Um, Danielle, I saw something, either you or, or, or Bill. Oh man. No, I want to know what you have to say. Yeah. He'll be back. This is, this is a new interesting twist to the, the show. We have people popping in and out repeatedly. <laughs> if you all if you all are not watching this on YouTube, you should go to this exact moment and look at the picture because he froze and he looks drunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh so the stash jumps in. Oh my gosh, the stash. I I go for it, buddy. Like I'm I'm totally okay. They seem mad that he jumped in. I was like works for me jump on in there big guy the thing that's so funny is that they always get so offended like mm -hmm. somehow like the rules of the show are like the gospel you know like yeah. it, and so i always like crack up that the they're like well he didn't follow the rules like he wasn't supposed to be on this date i'm like have you not seen the show before especially this season where clearly the rules mean jack like the no, rules have not been followed at all. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. Um, so you have an opinion on the mustache shaving. Oh, I feel kind of strongly about it. Yeah, let's hear it. I've been interested in this. I, I purposely didn't text you about it because I wanted to hear. So, okay. I, I'm like sensitive about it. So when I was a freshman in college, I dated this guy and it was a short relationship, but it was like, intense it was like uh -huh. kind of serious uh -huh. and he was super embarrassed by me all the time okay and I'm I'm a quirky human and um I would love to dress I still sort of do like a little bit funky and I had this beautiful pair of like yellow polyester pants mm -hmm. and I'd wear my hair and like these Gwen Stefani meets Spice Girls okay good late 90s and he would always be like we're not you can't wear that out to eat you know and like crap like that and so I think that for me it's not that I think I actually think the way that Tasha went about asking him to shave was really respectful, but 
I do think that that's probably a red flag. Like, I don't think he was wearing that mustache because he thinks that makes him look like a smoke show. <laughs> like, I think that he was, it was fun and it was playful and it says something about probably his personality. And even though he looks like a tool, <laughs> I think that it's, it's playful and it's fun. And I think that if she doesn't like that part of him or if she would be embarrassed by that with him, like, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Did you disagree with me? No, like? no, no, no. I, I, yeah, I think it's, I'm, I'm thinking about it. I think it's important to let your partner be who they are. Um, but I mean, I guess there's also like, you're always going to come up to stuff in your partner with your partner that you're going to have to talk to him about or say, can you change this? Um, yeah. but it depends on, I don't think he was like wedded to the mustache. That's the thing. The mustache he thought like got him some attention. Welcome back, Kasich. Thank you. <laughs> uh, got him some attention. And so he, he quickly shaved it off. Also, she needs to work on her shaving technique because I thought she was going to give him a horrible razor burn the way she was just like, that looked painful to me. I was like worried when they were making out afterwards. I'm like, ooh, she's got all sorts of little man hairs in her mouth. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm, like, he didn't like use any like aftershave or anything. So it's probably all dry. Well, I wondered if like, like they like, cause they did cut out. I wonder if then he I get like, maybe, you know, and maybe. Yeah. Um, anyway, what uh, is it okay if I go back to what I was saying? This oh, kind yeah. Of thing? Yeah. yeah. As Sorry about my internet. In you guys um, didn't realize it. Um, he's decided yeah, as a Bill guest, he or... can just leave whenever he wants. He <laughs> takes off. Um, yeah, Bill, you or Danielle said something in the in the in the doc about um why they were wrestling on carpet. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. He was like, Oh, I got a big carpet burn. And yeah. I'm like, why aren't you wrestling like on a mat? Or like <laughs> Yeah, like any five-year-old kid knows that wrestling on carpet ends up in burns. <laughs> And that is why wrestling is conducted on rubber mats. Right. So I don't know what production assistant was like, hey guys, we'll have them wrestle, but let's do it on Berber freaking <laughs> carpet. You know that really rough carpet that's in every motel? Let's <laughs> wrestle on that, guys. Well, not to mention, you're not getting all that oil out of that carpet. No. Yeah. Oh, you're right. I forgot about that. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, they really oiled them up. I don't think the La Quinta is uh, the high level establishment that that we all think it might be. <laughs> yes, yes. So, okay, so I want to mark this moment that I thought was kind of adorable. So, um, she had Tasha has a little getaway with Brendan and he's like talking and she like interrupts him and like makes him kiss her and it's really well I don't know if he she makes him that wasn't the right use of words but like it's and they share a kiss and I thought that it was really cute and you know I didn't know if I thought that they really had anything but I I don't know I think she really likes them I think it's cute now but if that continues, he's going to like quickly not enjoy like being mid sentence and her just being like, I don't care what you say. He's going to stop you by kissing you. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, think, 
I think I think it's a problematic behavior if it continues, but it's cute now. I felt I felt bad because she was like, you have a tendency to ramble. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, what the hell? Like, why would you? That's a mean oh. thing to say. <laughs> I feel like that's something I've heard before. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bit of a rambler. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just agree. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. No, I wasn't saying yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. That's um cool. so then um then we have Ben who makes the the best worst plan ever. Like Bill tell us a little bit about Ben's plan. What's well, what do you, how do you his see? His plan apparently was to sit back and do nothing until the last time and then he was going to bring her a drink and like be the most recent one in his memory, which on our little document to outline the show, excuse me, Danielle said, that's a really good, I, you know, there, there's some, some research to that. I was like, have you not watched the show? Like they have made seasons on guys, like thinking, like not getting time with her. Like if you do anything other than not try to get time right away, you're just not playing the game. And then he seemed really sad and then she like shut him down, which kudos to her. But I didn't know if I thought she was like well within her rights to just be like, nah, it's over, Ben. <laughs> I, yeah, I kind of felt sorry for him when, when she, when she set the boundaries with him. <laughs> uh, it was a stark change. Cause she seemed really into him. And that was like, she was like, nah. Like you're done. I'm to see if he had if he makes a comeback in like the next episode. Um, I wondered if something happened, and like they didn't show it, and she, you know, there was like some other interaction that we didn't get to see, and that's why there was such a change in. Because she was really high on him, like in the segment before, and then all of a sudden she's just like, nah. It's like it. It was a long night. You know, gotta get like, what are you gonna do? You're at the La Quinta. You're quarantined, like just like just you got nothing better to do. Like, <laughs> stay up a little while longer. <laughs> One thing that I do wonder about is like our guys that are more introverted, just like not ever going to succeed on the show, you know? Because I do think that more bold and aggressive, you know, assertive behaviors are are really a- rewarded on the show, and you know, so I, I do think that maybe he's just you know he's not gonna jump the fence but i, I don't think that makes happy, me a big guy yeah hmm? i feel like there's a happy medium because like the ultra aggressive guys go pretty quick kazik what do you got um we're doing a lot of professor talking we need yeah to- <laughs> um yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I could I can I, I could see see what you mean. Yeah, you're right. The introverted person in the bachelor or the bachelorette don't ever really get um acknowledged. Um, but I always feel like that's because they pick either the bachelor or the bachelorette is always a person that wants someone who's like willing to like mm-hmm. put themselves out there. So I, I feel like the reason an introverted person never really wins is because the bachelor or the bachelorette is always the one who wants someone to like they handpick a person like that if that makes sense yeah i agree so i I don't have anything smart to say about this or interesting but i just want to point out that spencer was like almost not in this episode at all 
I don't think that bodes well for his future. You no. know, he came in hot and he just fizzled out. Ugh. Yeah. I don't know what to say about it. I was surprised. So are there other like favorite tweets, memes, things that you've seen on the internet that we haven't mentioned yet? Uh, let me look real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a, I have a friend who live tweets it like every single night or every every uh, Tuesday or Wednesday or yeah, Tuesday. <laughs> I just don't know if anything can top the what the cartoon characters that the guys look like. That was that so far has been the highlight for me, especially because there were some really, really good ones. Like Bennett looking like Lord Farquaad from Shrek. They, they are good. They, yeah. you know, I appreciate the internet for people noticing these sorts of things. I like really cracked up. There's like an image of like Ed with the baby. And then it says like Dale in nine months. And I don't know why, but like, oh, it cracked me up. Um, okay, well, I can't find her. Uh, I can't find her Twitter right now. But um, did I don't know when I was gone. Did you guys talk about um, Chasen being like trying to be Wolverine or something? Oh, yeah. I forgot to bring no adult male. No adult should refer to themselves seriously as a comic book character and like think that that is a way to describe themselves. He's like, I'm bringing out the Wolverine. And we didn't even see it. Like I didn't, I never saw him like be like, I'm the Wolverine now. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, it, you you that did goes, a little bit of looking into this though, didn't you, Bill? Yeah, on his Bachelor, like his profile on the Bachelor website, it was like his friends call him Wolverine because he's tough and heals quickly. And it's like, what does that even freaking mean? And then on his TikTok, he's got a cast on. So it's bullshit. Wolverine would never need a cast. (laughs) Right? As a comic book fan. Yeah, yeah. His arm would have been healed in two hours. So no, you're not at all. Oh, man. Yeah. He's Aquaman, if anything. (laughs) Like, just... Yeah. I do like Aquaman, though. (laughs) Really? I mean, okay, I, that makes one of you. I mean, I mean, okay, he's okay. I, I like, I don't, I don't know if you guys read Marvel comic. I like Namor the Submariner probably better. Okay, yeah. But I, I think Aquaman. I think Aquaman gets a lot of unnecessary hate. No, I think it's all necessary. Okay, <laughs> he does get a lot of hate. Okay, our debate is on the necessary or unnecessary. I mean, I don't. Granted, I don't read Aquaman comics. I like exclusively read Marvel and only Batman in DC. So. Danielle has checked out. Yeah, yeah. I just, I, 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 I'm like, um, I'll talk to you about the romance novel I'm currently reading. <laughs> like, no. um, yeah, I I hope that he does heal quickly because that kid's yeah. broken. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so if you're gonna describe this episode in one sentence, how would you describe it? It's medium shirt. It's <laughs> large. <laughs> I love that. It cracked me up so hard. Well, large. <laughs> yeah, like that. That Jason, like, yeah, he's not Wolverine because he didn't heal from those burns either that Ed was throwing at him. Like, when someone says you've got a medium shirt on, correcting the actual size is not the way to deal with that insult. <laughs> uh, actually, it's a large. It's a large. <laughs> Jason is just a little too serious, you know, like, and not clever enough to be serious either. 
Like at least if he had like he was really witty, he could get away with it. But it's just like, yeah. 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 He's you know, like the the saying rotten with perfection. He's mm-hmm. like rotten with seriousness or something. I don't know. If someone could makes a joke about your schmedium shirt, you don't come back and go, oh, it's large, it's large, I'll show you. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, that was definitely an insult to his like a poke at his manhood, and he just took the bait. Yeah, that was. I would have been like, actually, it's extra small and I make it look good. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Yeah. How do you smell smedium? <laughs> any any one of those would have been a great comeback, but not like it's a large. Just kind of off topic, but Bennett kind of looks like Clark Kent. Absolutely. Did you see he dressed up like Superman for Halloween? Oh, no, I didn't and see like, that. I mean, Was that last episode? I thought that until I saw the picture of Lord, Lord Fourquad next to him. And I was like, nope, nope, that's even more. He, so this is how I feel about Bennett. I feel like Bennett is that guy that I absolutely want in my friend group. But like, he's not the person you date. You know, like, you keep him around because like, interesting stuff is going to happen. And he went to Harvard. And he might invite you on his yacht. <laughs> he might invite <laughs> you on his yacht. <laughs> All right, what are your guys' sentences? Oh. It's always fun because you can tell everyone's like, is that a sentence? (laughs) A semicolon in there? Oh. Um, No, go for it, Danielle. (laughs) A a bunch of dudes trying to assert their masculinity. That's what I got. Mine is, I'm bringing out the Wolverine. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. Okay, so before we end, really quick. I don't know if you all got to see the preview for The Bachelor, which starts on January 4th yep. with Matt James. So hot takes. What's your hot take? Is it going to be a good season? I like Matt James. I um, do too. And worst case scenario, he goes full on Claire and then Joe takes over. <laughs> That's my hope. You get both of them. That would be nice. Matt James is gonna make some girls cry. He I love Joe. <laughs> yeah, you're like such a big Joe fan. I love Joe. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll drop him a DM and see. Yeah, it's like, hey, can you get on our show? But we got that Casey sponsorship. <laughs> One doctor to another. <laughs> well, if you ask my grandma, I'm the type of doctor that doesn't help people, and I feel like he he does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, this has been fun. This has yeah. been fun. It's Sorry, been- my internet kept going in and out. Hey, no, that's, that's fine. So uh, we may or may not have an episode next week, but, you know, check in. Yeah, uh, I, I think we're going to. Have, I have hope that we're going to. I got some ideas. I may be here. I may not. However, D3 is going to take this. She's got it. We will try to have it up by Friday night like we normally do. Anything? Kazik, you get the last word. Go for it. What do you want to, you got anything to push? You got any Um, words of wisdom? Well, um, I really like Casey's pizza. So (laughs) that's the, that's the only pizza I eat. (laughs) Um, And yeah. uh, Yeah. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. This was fun. Thanks. You bet. You're going to be famous someday. And I'm going to say this guy, he was on my podcast. No, this (laughs) is going to come out and they're going to be like, 
you see him on that podcast, but those weird ass purpose. No, I'll, I'll still do it for free if I'm vacant. <laughs> All right. Everyone have a good day. You've been listening to Batchadamia with your hosts, Doctors Daniel Dick McGue and Bill Henniger. All opinions expressed on this show are solely the opinion of the person who spoke them. If you like our podcast, please consider following us, leaving us a five-star rating, and a positive review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Also, please share with your friends, family, and other ardent Bachelor content lovers. If you have comments or questions you would like us to address on the show, you can email us at batchadamia at gmail.com or on the Twitter with the handle at batchadamia. Thanks for listening.